Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. What makes a great actor? Is it charisma? Is it someone that lives and breathes the characters they play? For centuries, the actor has made us feel all the emotions a human can feel. This episode, we are concentrating on actors that are still plying their trade. Here's Neil with 10 Actor Facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Let's start with Nicolas Cage. Turn down the part of Neo in The Matrix. What's in the box? Bill Murray doesn't have an agent. You can leave him a voicemail message hoping that he'll <laughs> like the project and we'll get back to you. There's no crying in baseball! And Jim Carrey was Disney's first choice to play Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm the dude. And at the age of 16, Christopher Walken worked as an assistant lion tamer in a travelling circus to help make ends meet. Is it gun just for show? You get to shoot people once in a while. Michael Caine started acting because the drama classes were full of pretty girls and he wanted to get laid. <laughs> what do you say we cut the chit chat? <laughs> Jackie Chan's family was so poor he was almost sold to a wealthy, wealthy British couple when he was still a baby. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Morgan Freeman didn't appear in a movie until the age of 34 and didn't get a big role until he was 52 with Driving Miss Daisy and Glory. Who the hell said I got to like you? For the movie My Left Foot, Daniel Day-Lewis is good as lived in on the wheelchair during filming to stay in character. The slump posture that he adopted for his character gave him two broken ribs. Here she got a great ass! <laughs> And Robert Downey Jr. was once arrested after driving naked in his Porsche with cocaine, heroin, and a, three five, a, a 357 Magnum. I drink your milkshake. And Robert De Niro was so dedicated to prepare for his roles, he actually gained £60 for Raging Bull, lived in Sicily, Italy for The Godfather Part 2, ground his teeth for Cape Fear, became a cab driver for Taxi Driver, and learned to play the saxophone for New York, New York. You talking to me? Perfect timing for that last one. 
Yes. Well, here we are, oh. ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, it's another one of the biggies. I always call this one like the biggie, the top ten living actors. And um, hello, Neil. Welcome. Hello, Pav. Well, thank uh, you very much. That's okay. Our guest this week um, is quite apt because here in the UK, we've been celebrating royalty for the last week or so. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> can you all please be upstanding for the Viscountess herself, Her Royal Highness, Donna, ladies and gentlemen. You you can't see me under the camera, but I am curtsying as we speak. Oh, that's so kind of you. I'm going to go up in a dirigible later and throw gold doubloons down to the peasantry. So, and you don't know how cramped it here is in the studio with all these people with horns. Ding that one. We'll ding that one. So, Donna, how are you? Quite well. Distraught to not be with you in the UK during all of these momentous happenings, but. but missing and loving you and delighted to see you. Yes, I, I, it was very, again, apt as well, because I spent last week in London. I spent it Can't near your it. home, so it's a Aww. shame we couldn't have just... I was going to say hook up, that's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But you were too busy preparing that service, Pav. You wouldn't have had well, time. Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Trying to find a place for Harry to sit is the, yeah. the hardest thing. <laughs> Nobody wanted to sit with Harry. You know what? Did you watch any of it, Donna? Did you watch any of we it? We watched all of it. Did Absolutely. You? And we dressed up and we wore hats and gloves and we made um we made coronation quiche and long broad beans are terrible in a quiche. Ah, oh, I don't right. know who's gonna get fired at the palace for that, but that was a dreadful <laughs> idea. Stick now, to some sticky toffee pudding or something. Can you tell me, Donna? I was watching. I'm. I'm. I'm not massively interested in it, and I was. But I sat watching a little bit of it with my wife. Okay. Was it a coincidence that Princess Anne was wearing a hat with a massive feather in front <laughs> of Harry? Now I don't know. I'm Mister Conspiracy. What was your thoughts on that? Because I just every photograph you yes. couldn't see Harry. I did have feelings about that. I felt that the um, that the cameras definitely panned away from him for throughout, you know, because not wanting to draw, take attention away from what was really happening. I think he creates a lot of just his presence creates a lot of distraction. And so I don't really blame them for setting him behind Anne's giant hat. I did think <laughs> at some point it would have been polite of her to just take it off and put it on her lap. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But... but- I did they, think it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious to see Katy Perry like she was wearing that giant Stephen um, Jones saucer hat, and she couldn't see under it, and so she kept having to go like this, <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time, and it was just so creepy. <laughs> oh, did you watch any of it, Neil? I did. I watched quite a bit of it actually, and I have to say, didn't they? They've talked a lot about this in the press afterwards. Is that? Um, with what happened with Harry and Princess Anne, it happened at Meghan at the funeral, didn't it? Is that, that she was accidentally obscured? Was it with a candle? Oh, so every really? time oh, it went true? round, yeah, yeah, they've been talking about go. it again. It's not it's, a coincidence, is no, it? It's I not a coincidence. So. I don't think. Wow. So. Uh, 
Anyway, we are here to talk about living actors. Now, I made the boo-boo of putting out that it was just actors, which then, <laughs> which then made Donna freak out because she'd already sorted out her top ten. There's just, there's no room. If you're going to do greatest actors of all time, I mean, mm. how do you even possibly do that? You just, that you true. can't. You can't do that. It's not manageable. You'd have to do 100. So if we only have 10, I thought, my God, I have to yeah. start killing off most of the people on my list. So thank you for making the accommodation for <laughs> That's me. That's okay, because to be fair, <laughs> the top 10 living actors was hard enough. So, yeah. to, yeah. you know, to whittle it down from greatest actors of all time. Um, so how, how hard did you find doing the your top 10, Donna? Um, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be, because in my head, I've always said, well, this is my favorite actor. This is my favorite, whatever. This is my favorite. And I really had to give it, you know, some thought because in your head, these are all your favorite actors and you don't start counting them. And then you go, well, that's 40 of them. And they don't yeah. fit on a list of top 10. And the other thing that was difficult is that Bean and I have radically different tastes. So every time I would put somebody on my list, he goes, well, the, I wouldn't have put them on that list. I can't believe you. And I, he'd say somebody and I go, well, that's not even on my list. And he'd go, you're insane. So it was a lot of like <laughs> drama in my house. I bet. I bet. Neil, so. how was it for you? Always a challenge on these sort of things. It's the same adage, isn't it, when they ask you what's your favourite film? Well, it depends on the day and what I've just watched. So I would say probably my number one would stick the same, but anything from two to to ten, depending on what week it is, would probably vary. Right. For for total sort of um, uh, transparency, I would tell everybody now, Harrison Ford is not in my top ten. Because, Not in my top ten. No, because th- there's a difference, but I think between great actors and movie stars. Movie yeah. stars are people that are movie stars. You know, mm. they're not necessarily great actors. So for me, I've chosen people that have had varied roles that you know are, are completely different. They maybe live the roles. They are one minute someone who's a maniac to a next minute playing a comedy, next minute action, just and totally believable. You know, because I think we we talked about it with a couple of actors, Neil, didn't we? A few mm. weeks back, that there are some actors you can tell are acting. Yeah, and there are some actors that are just naturally great, and they make it look easy. And then when you try and do that, there's no, you just sound like you're reading something off of a card mm. where they make it like it's just natural. So, looking forward to this. So, Donna, give us your number ten. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were going to start with number ten, but I have two at number 10 and there's a reason okay. can i have two at number 10 can i have two people at number 10 of course you can you're royalty you can do what you yeah. like you, the rules. you, you the just rules have to sh- shout off with their heads <laughs> and you'd be gone yeah. right seriously don't make me go there um so my number 10 is aaron taylor johnson and Ooh. you may know him as um the very young english actor who married a twice as old as him, American director, Sam Taylor. And um, he has been in everything from Anna Karenina, where he played Bronski, the dashing lover. Um, He was in Tom Ford's Nocturnal Animals as this just vicious murderer um, and rapist. And it was he was so bone chilling and raw in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just recently in bullet train as That's right. part, part of twin twin brothers that play a 
uh, hire killers for hire. And yeah. he um, was Tangerine. And of course, I put him with number 10 with Brian Tyree Henry, who played um, Lemon, his brother, because they were just together. They were like one fantastic acting machine. So mm-hmm. I thought they were perfection. Bullet Train is not the type of film I would ever consider myself like the audience for, but I was so captivated by the both of them. They're mm. definitely stars on the rise. So mm. they're my course, number 10. Kick-Ass as well. Have you ever seen mm. Kick-Ass, Donna? Yes, where he I was kick-ass. <laughs> that was fantastic. And he is tipped Brilliant. one of the favourites to be the new Bond, isn't he, apparently? He is. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah it seems to be wow, one of the we... favourite names coming out. He's lovely. He's absolutely lovely. I think and as he grows older, he just really matures into this fantastic actor. Mm. So he's my 10. He's Great a bit one. of a git as well because he's got everything. He's got the looks, the he's, acting yeah. ability, and the he's one of star. those, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he has got everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, go on share in, it around a bit. Yeah, you're number ten. <laughs> so I'm going in with a big hitter straight away. I'm going to go in with Morgan Freeman straight away. Wow. At my number ten. Okay. Um, now, not everything he's been in has been a success, but he's always been a success. So if you think about like. Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty, he was very good at playing God and he was probably the, hi- well, in Bruce Almighty, probably Steve Carell was the highlight, but even in Evan Almighty, he was the highlight. But then we got to take in this consideration of like, we spoke about it earlier, Glory, Driving Miss Daisy, mm. Seven, the performances he puts in there. And there's something, when you watch him, that he's very, very calming. He's the, mm-hmm. uh, to me, he's the sort of person I'd want to go and have a in-depth chat with to make me feel better, not him. But I just, I love him. And, I, I'm yet to watch. Is it a good person? The one he's just done with Florence Pugh, and everybody oh, says yeah. he's magical in that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I do want to see him, and I, I highly admire him as an actor and as a person. When he's interviewed, he's great. Mm. You know, he, he, he's got a great a sense of humor as well as being very knowledgeable and very, very clever when they asked a good question. Isn't isn't it? Mark Commode, the the British film critic, that says about the twenty is it a twenty seven percenters? That's it. There are yeah. certain actors that when they're in a movie, even if they're just like a cameo, will lift the movie an extra twenty seven percent. That's it. And yeah. I think Morgan oh, wow. Freeman, Morgan Freeman's one of those guys. That even if he's in it, say like The Dark Knight, where he's, he's mm. not a main person, mm-hmm. but you know that you're gonna. You, it doesn't matter how bad the movie is if he's in it. There's something mm. worth looking at just because he's in it. And if you think about Shawshank, if it wasn't Morgan Freeman um, playing it, it wouldn't have worked as a movie. No. So his whole voiceover and his whole storytelling in that is probably 90% of the what makes the movie as great as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the voice. I mean, the yeah. voice is The voice. Just, oh. I mean, he's God. He is oh, well, God. He, he is. There's a reason he's God. Yeah. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Um, okay, my number 10. Now, I'm not sure how you pronounce whether it is Ralph or is it Rafe, but Rafe, Rafe. Fines. Rafe. Rafe. Rafe Fines. Now, here's someone that, that is absolutely exactly what I said earlier on about an actor. To go from someone that can play that character in um, uh, Schindler's List, that evil, evil mm. character, to then yeah. the character in the Grand Budapest Hotel, or he's um, M in the, the latest iteration of James Bond. You can't tell who the real person is mm. because he j- is just able to blend into these characters so well. You, you, I mean, I'm assuming, no, not assuming, I mean, in Bruges is another one. Oh, yeah. He plays the, the, the bad guy in that. And 
it's just it's like they're completely different people but it's all being played by the same person mm. um there's a lot of people in my top 10 that i could pick just one performance would put them in my top 10 and i think schindler's list performance is one performance that would put anybody into a greatest actors top 10 what, uh, i mean if you think about the english patient superb. i love a film he did called strange days that never yes. seems to get the credit that it deserves because he's that was, a Wach- was that a wachowski's no that was no. um oh who directed zero dark 30 um catherine bigelow, catherine bigelow. Oh, oh, right. yeah. Catherine bigelow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow yeah. Great yeah. and of course he was wonderful in the menu he was. So, he was the highlight of that. See, I film. haven't yes, seen chef. that yet. I haven't seen that yet. Is that really good? Is it? He so, is. He's marvelous. Is he? Is mm-hmm. that a movie? I thought, that's not a TV series. That's a movie. Is it? Yeah, it's a movie. movie. Oh, right. Okay. All right. And read about ask. the history of it. It's great to find out how how many times they've tried to make this movie. It's one of those ones that have been in development hell for about thirty. Oh, years. really? Really? So, wow. It's quite interesting to read I'll have about to give the history that one a go, of the then, because I, yeah, I do I do like him. Uh, right then, Donna, your number nine, please. <sighs> my number nine, and I, I I hope that this isn't too low down on my list and offends your countrymen, but Kenneth Branagh. Mm, okay. Fantastic choice. I love I love myself some Kenneth Branagh. Um, I've actually met Mr. Branagh. He mm-hmm. came to America to do a book tour for Much Do About Nothing, and he wrote me a note to get me out of my uh, contracts class in law school so that I could be there to visit him. He wrote, "Please excuse Donna from contracts today. I'm a very important English actor, and she must come visit me." <laughs> so <laughs> signed, Sir Kenneth Branagh. And I was like, "If you're a knight." <clears throat> You're Thank a cool you. guy automatically. So, Absolutely. but I just, I think he's so brilliant. I mean, I think Henry V is amazing. Who doesn't? Um, I think his Hamlet is beautiful. Um, I think even as uh, Poirot now in all of the mm. Agatha Christie murders, he's fantastic with that amazing co-star of a mustache. Um, but I think um, also just when he played Laurence Olivier in My Week with Marilyn, it was mm. such a beautiful such a a beautiful performance. The only thing that he has against him, and that's maybe why he's on lower on my list, is that Dead Again is so unwatchable <laughs> and unforgivable in every possible way that I just can't. I just shake with fear from that. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's just marvelous. Mm. So. He plays a really good villain as well. Do you remember the, um, did you see Tenet? With, yes. um, yeah. Oh, I did uh, see Tenet. Yes. Yeah, he Chris, was the Chris Russian Nolan. bad guy, wasn't he? And he did it so well. Mm. I completely forgot that. Mm. How, dr- how adorable of me. Wow. Much Ado About Nothing is a great movie. I mean, that's got so many stars mm. in it. But that Well, was... and it's Henry V. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I haven't seen his Boris Johnson yet. Oh, that sounds dirtier than it oh, should I do. That. I must admit. <laughs> I have, have you seen, watched it. Have you not seen it either? Have you I've seen, seen it, Neil? It. Yeah, 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 yeah. His performance, you, you, you forget it's Kenneth Branagh completely. Really? That's all I'll say. But, but it does help with the makeup. <laughs> makes him look very good, you know, very much like Boris. But yeah, very good. Right. And obviously he got all muscled up for Frankenstein as well, didn't he? That was a... Oh, yeah. Frankenstein Robert, was with, fantastic. With Robert fantastic. De Niro. Yeah, that was a right. real... And he directed it as well, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah, oh, he's exactly. a man of many talents. No. Damn him. Yeah. I know. And, yeah. <laughs> I went to the cinema and then they used to do the Shakespeare Shakespeare Live, but up, you go to the cinema mm. to watch it and it was his Macbeth. And oh. it was mesmerising. Wow. I mean, I don't understand how actors can remember all of 
all of that dialogue and in the the way that Shakespeare writes his dialogue. Right. It was just like spellbinding. Just to watch people do that is just unbelievable. Oh, good one. Um, okay, then you're, you're number nine, please. Um, so this is a mega star, but I think he is a, a fantastic actor, and that's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, that's my number two. Oh, that's my number wow. two. Wow. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks just... is not on my list. <laughs> wow. But I do think it's his earlier performances. <laughs> yeah. You want some? Um, yeah, I, I think his um, his most recent performances in the Apple TV stuff hasn't been particularly great. I mean, he's always watchable. Let's be honest. But it's his yeah. early stuff, right back from. You know, when he was doing Splash and his comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if you watch Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party. He's so right. good in that. It's mm. so sort of he's sort of relatable. You can you can relate to him. But then it's his, his smaller stuff like the Road to Perdition, um yeah. um what's it called? Richard um oh, what's the boat one? Richard Phillips. Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. Richard Phillips? Well, that was his name. Was that his name? Was his name Richard Phillips? Oh, right. Yeah. That's all I can remember. Captain that's Phillips. Got, that's got one of those moments, that moment at the end when the, the, the nurse is checking him out mm. and he just breaks down. That, yeah. for me, is a part that that could be in the top, make me making in my top ten just for that specific moment. It's a, it's real emotion, oh, isn't it? Real how, emotion and how he how, does it. But he do does do that, that so well, doesn't mm. he? Um and even when he's a voice actor, you know, in Toy Story and oh, Woody, I Toy Story is so great. Yeah, he's so good at all of that. But yeah, yeah. he's he's a, he's an icon as well as being a legend, isn't he? So and a great actor and a double is it double time Oscar winner? He did it two years on the bounce, didn't he? He did. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he did, um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and then Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Forrest yeah. Gump. They right. thought he was going to do a Spencer Tracy or whatever, didn't they? And get the Did three, you ever but... see him in um, in that thing you do? Yes. Oh yeah. He's, he's kind of great. like the fifties music. He wrote all the music for that. He yeah. did. I mean, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. It was so fifties. It was so it was so um, like bouncy and fun, and it, it was just lovely. And I just thought, wow, he really did everything in that. Mm. He directed that. Phenomenal. Well, didn't he? I think. he did mm-hmm. direct that. Yeah. Yeah. And his Captain uh, Parker in Elvis. Oh, in Elvis. Oh, right. Elvis. That was good. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Donna, a great Donna, not so sure. I just, I thought Austin Butler was riveting. I, I mean, maybe it's just the prosthetics kind of obscuring all of it. It just, it felt so creaking to me. I don't know. Right. It just felt strange. I, I can see what you it mean. It felt strange, you mm. know? I think the trouble was is that you could still see Tom Hanks in it. Yes. So yeah. instead of yes. it looking like a different person, it looked like Tom Hanks in prosthetics, which right. t- takes 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 you out of it a little bit. I like to say mm-hmm. I, I thought the movie was really great. Mm-hmm. I really did. I was I was very surprised. But if you watch some interviews with Colonel Tom Parker, he does sound a lot like him. He's really? done the voice really well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Very good. Okay. Yeah, that was my number two. Okay, my number nine. Um, it's a movie top 10 so there has to be something to do with star wars in there for me so i'm gonna go for adam driver um, <gasps> i there's it's not just star wars i think he is the best thing about star wars the, the 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 sequel trilogy just because he takes it so seriously yes that even the ridiculous stuff that he has to do and say he does it straight he does it with menace he does it with feeling 
but the mar- um, a marriage story. I don't know if you've guys oh. have seen that. Beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was brutal. I don't know why he didn't win an Oscar for that. I really don't know why. I watched that movie and I wasn't really. I thought, well, this isn't going to be interesting. And again, I thought, oh my god, this performance. You're just looking inside this guy's soul mm. and he's just playing it so, so well. But he also can do, I can't remember the name of the movie that he did with Bill Murray, but it was like the, the zombie movie. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, right. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, until Something the Swinton was in that. It was, yes. Oh, uh, something, it, wasn't it? Guys um, don't die. Or, uh, something uh, like that. But it's, so it's a totally different thing. That he's a black clansman is another oh, great he's so movie good in that, yeah. that he was so good in. Right. So there's so many different things that he does, and it's yeah. not like he's playing the same character in every movie. He mm-hmm. can, you know, he can be evil, he can be a little bit wacky and zany, or he can just be downright like heartbreaking. So for me, I, it was, um, yeah, a bit of a, a newer. Has um, anybody I seen sixty five? No, we nearly we nearly rented it last week. Right. Uh, something to watch, that? but uh, it's he's um, he's an astronaut that gets uh, sent to the sent to Earth sixty five million years ago. I don't know whether it's by mistake or <laughs> or not. And he has to fight dinosaurs. What? Yeah, he has to fight dinosaurs basically. Amazing. But I hadn't seen, yeah, I hadn't heard good things about it, so I thought I'm not gonna. Yeah. Is that if Adam Driver's in it? That's the thing. So, yeah, I, sh- so I should good. have done. I should have done. Do you guys have girls in the UK? Um, it is on the one of the series? streaming services, but I've never, I've never watched it. I mean, that's where he got his start mm. as the the brooding, creepy boyfriend of um, Leah Dunham, and he's brilliant. He's he? so fantastic. You can't take your eyes off him. He steals every single scene. See, I, I get confused with all the different. There's girls. Yeah. There's um, all these different uh, TV shows with girls titles. And I always get confused. <laughs> Are you I know, girls. I know. Are uteruses getting in your way? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> such a simple soul. I just the name, the word girls, just confuses me. Don't keep saying all, it, Pav. You'll get us cancelled. I get all hot and flustered. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> that was this movie. Yeah, over yeah. Again. Yes, exactly. Yes, let's stipulate that. Um, okay, yeah, let's move on quickly. Donna, uh, number eight, please. Number eight is Christian Bale. I get all fluttery about him from when he was Laurie in Little Women. I mean, he was the rich, beautiful boy that lived next door that was so in love with Joe, and she just wanted to be friends, and I just wanted to shake her and throttle her and go, what are you talking about? But, I mean, he's been everything. He's been American Psycho's Patrick Bateman, which I love him, where he's like, calls his lawyer and he's like, hey, it's Patrick. I just want to let you know I killed some people. And I thought as my lawyer, you should know. It's like, <laughs> he's so mm. he's so menacing in that. And then um, and in Batman, of course, he's phenomenal. Um, American Hustle with yeah. his comb yes. over. Like, this, he's got to spray it and comb it over. And he's got to, oh, my God. It was just... And then the machinist, where of course he lost fifty pounds or something to play this just wrecked man. I think that he is just the finest, absolutely the best. Um, the Big Short is my favourite of his uh, yeah. with uh, Steve Carell. I still don't right. understand what the hell's going on in that movie. <laughs> even even He's with, riveting. Yeah, even with um, uh, oh, I forget her name now. She's in a bubble bath explaining stuff. 
Uh, the Australian actress, the really, oh, really um, hot Margot one. Robbie. Margot Robbie is explaining oh, Robbie. all this. Yeah, every so often they'll have like someone very famous to, to explain to you what's going on. Still don't understand, but that is such a good movie, and he's great in that. Yeah, yeah. He's is, it, is, he, is he your favourite Batman, Donna? I think. Well, I don't know because I thought Michael Keaton was the best Batman. I truly right. do. When when he's like, I'm, you know, my life is very complicated. I'm Batman. You know, yeah. that's very, there's something, he and Michelle Pfeiffer have something that hasn't been replicated, but I think that he is a beautiful iteration of that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Go on then, Neil, Great number choice. eight. Uh, so, well, speaking of Batman, mine's Jack Nicholson. That's my yeah. number three. Oh, <laughs> we think, I mean, Jack Nicholson's been become a bit of a parody of himself in the sense of his, some of his performances. You know, when, when we speak of Jack Nicholson, we think of the OTT stuff, you know, a few good men being one of them. But we have to remember that he's, he's put in performances like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I think is absolutely phenomenal movie. Brilliant. Um, I think his Joker is the definitive Joker. I have literally last week just For watched sure. those two Batmans, Michael Keaton's Batmans, and I have to say, I th- watching them with fresh eyes, they knocked the Christopher Nolan Batmans out of the water because they're yeah. comic book movie adaptations where Nolan bought them too real. Anyway, that's a different rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Janison, we you know five easy pieces, Easy Rider, even when he was right back there, and even when you first saw him in. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, the Roger Corman version. He, you, mm. you knew that he was star quality back then. Not only his looks, but his performances are great. But I still do think mm, probably The Shining is the pinnacle of his performance because it is so good how he slowly unravels in front of you. I think it's amazing. What about you, Pav? What do you think? Is- I the first date I ever went on was to go and see Pritz's Honor which was a stupid movie. Um. To, really was a, a bad movie to take a girl to, to go and see. It really was. It was. I mean, we never went out for a second date, so that showed you just how good the movie was. Oh, no. It was nothing to do with me. It was because the movie was so bad. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think the trouble is some of, some of his performances almost get watered down to just, here's Johnny, yeah. or you can't handle the truth, where if you look back at the actual performances some of them are really layered some of them yeah. are just manic the departed and um very heavy like the pledge the sean penn the, movie the, that the was pledge. really heavy wasn't it and then about schmidt which was really funny but so wow. sweet yeah but he also looks like he's a guy that like likes having obviously he's a guy that likes having fun off screen as well as and it was nice to see pictures of him screen. last week was yes, it at, he the was bas- at, the, at the basketball, the basketball game. Seen, yeah people yeah. haven't seen him for a game. long long time yeah 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 it was great to see him yeah yeah, it is nice. But yeah, I, I mean, he's he is, we hate using the I word, but he is iconic, I think. Yeah, so for many, sure. So many great, sure. uh, great roles. Uh, my number eight, um, um, I'm just, well, Brad Pitt. I'm going to go for Brad Pitt. Yeah, wow. him, my number eight. Um, he's somebody that's a, a very much, I think, like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp isn't in my top ten, in the fact that they could very easily spend their career playing pretty boy roles and playing very heroic, um, just look at me, I've not got wonderful bone structure, I've not got a wonderful <laughs> body. I'm not talking about me, obviously, I'm talking about Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't. He He's <clears throat> chosen very, very unattractive roles, if you like. There's roles that he's played, ugly roles. He's played dirty, gritty roles. 
um, Seven, Fight mm. Club, you know, roles that show you what a great actor he is, even in not so good movies like Troy. Um, oh, I yeah. love Troy. <laughs> he's fun. I, I think he's fantastic in that. I love that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is so good in that. Johnny um, Swade. Do you remember that one? Oh my god! That one that mixed in with the cartoons as well. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd forgotten about that one. He's brave from what he does. Yeah, but I think as an actor in the stuff that he's done with Tarantino, Mm -hmm. I think he hasn't done a bad movie with Tarantino. Once upon a time in Hollywood, he is, I think, the best thing in the Mm. movie. Was well worth his Oscar Uh, in Glorious Bastards. He's fantastic. Um, What's the What's the Tank movie? Not Fury. Fury. Mm. Fury. What a performance. What a performance mm. in that movie. I mean, and that's Beautiful. got loads of great performances in. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I really, really like Brad Pitt. I love the fact that in all the Oceans movies, he's doing nothing but eating. Eating. So it, it, you know, so it even gives someone like me hope that <laughs> even if you eat, oh, you God. might end up looking like Brad Pitt. So that's why I'm... How did you feel about Legends of the Fall, Pav, with those those luscious locks? Oh, my God. I mean, that's 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 something else, isn't it? I mean, those, those, that, <laughs> that hair. And um, Interview with a Vampire as well. As one, mm. another one. Great mm. movie. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you, do you need a moment? I'm fine. Yeah. It's, it's like more like a loving here all of a sudden. <laughs> okay then donna your number seven please (laughs) my number seven i mean he could have been my number one but there are just so many good ones bill nye i love bill nye i love him so much i mean Shaun of the dead let's just go through it Shaun of the dead pirates of the caribbean um harry potter movies love actually as that amazing, wicked, drug-addicted, alcoholic rock star. So fantastic. Um, Notes on a Scandal Mm. as the cuckolded husband. Um, I mean, I just think, and Their Finest, which is something that I don't know if you've seen. It's it's a film about during the Dunkirk, they're making a film about the people that – the fishermen that rescued people during Dunkirk and they're trying to put out this film so that people still, you know, have hope throughout the war period. And, um, and he played, he wants to play the lead. He wants to play like the shiny lead and they ask him to play this doddering old man. And he's so offended and he's so broken down and his agents like, look, you have to take this part because you are a doddering broken down old man. (laughs) And he says, and he's just so brilliant in everything he does. There's there's no part that he plays that isn't phenomenal. Mm. He's just one of the best. Have you seen the Limehouse Gollum? No, I have not. Oh yes, I did. Yes, yeah, with that's Sarah, really good. Um, Sarah God was her name Godon or something. I yeah, think so. I saw yeah. it. He's phenomenal. I mean, there's just so many. What was the one where he is like a hitman? This one where he's a uh, yeah. like with with um the kid from Harry Potter, the redheaded kid. Yeah, um, I can't remember what that Grint. one was called. I mean, he's just he's so intoxicating to watch. I just love him so much. And in person, I have actually met Bill Nye. And? Have you really? I have uh, very briefly. Oh. It was very much uh, a passing conversation. He was the. Uh, the, one of the ambassadors for a charity called Starlight, which is about, a bit like oh. Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it was run by Blockbuster. And, of course, I worked for Blockbuster back in the day. And we mm-hmm. went to the big, big regional meeting at Wembley Stadium, and he was the ambassador and spoke on the stage. So we all oh, got wow. a chance to shake hands and say hello. And 
do a bit. So he was lovely. I mean, he was very accommodating. I didn't really get to grill him on anything, but yeah. It was, it he was just nice seems like a fun time. He seems like mm. a man who's really well-read, really well-traveled, has a lot of interest and can speak on kind of any topic and is funny. Yeah. You know, I just love funny always wins out with me. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on then, Neil, you're number seven, please. So this is another man with a voice that I can listen to for hours, but he's also a natural performer. It's Denzel Washington. Um, I think he's an absolute legend, this man. Uh, everything he does, even when he does action and the equaliser films, he's just mesmerising to watch. And he's always so calming, no matter what situation, even when he's the bad guy. We think of um, Training Day. When you're listening to him talk, you're almost sucked in with Ethan Hawke, aren't you, when he's talking away and telling you all about what is and what isn't. Um, yeah, I'm just, I just love the man. I think he's a, a genius and a legend. And again, another person when you listen to him in interviews is so well-spoken, so mm. articulate, and so clever in what he tells you and what he speaks about. Be more Denzel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be more Denzel? Yeah. Um, I would even want to be more Denzel. <laughs> yeah. He's, and to top it all off, he's another great looking guy, isn't he? Yeah. To me. Wow. I mean, he's such an attractive guy. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's so beautiful. <laughs> Donna has to say he's that because so bean, Bean's hanging around the corner somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you'd be forgiven for that, Donna. Everybody would. Think, I think uh, she's on my five that I'm allowed a pass for. Oh, so. yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, oh, yeah. who's the other four, Donna? Who's the other four? <laughs> oh, that'd be for the next top ten. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be the top ten. Well, yeah. You guys would. Five. You guys would not be impressed. They're really like guys that work at CERN because I'm obsessed with particle physics. So if you just like read something like big words and scientific blah blah to me, I'm yours. I'm pretty easy that way. <laughs> where, where do I put that thesaurus? Really, I need to find that. That really dictionary. ugly man. <laughs> <laughs> it's boffins you like then, Donna, is it? You like you like yes. boffins. Ah, right. Yes. Okay. Well, there's a tagline, isn't there's it? A tagline. I love it. I like boffins. I'm yeah. not ashamed. <laughs> I like boffins. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe we'll talk about uh, Denzel a little bit later on as well. Maybe. Uh, my number seven is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's my number I don't know five. why I whispered that. <laughs> I don't know why I whispered that. But um, he again is a little bit. Um, look, right. I'll go. I'll go. What's eating Gilbert Grape? He would be in my top ten just for that performance. Right. Where he for was. Sure. What was he? Fourteen? I think he was fifteen, yeah. maybe when he did that. That performance on its own. When you look at that, and and someone says, "How do you think his career is going to go?" You would say he's going to be one of the greatest actors ever because that was. I remember watching that movie for the first time and I thought to myself, wow, they've got somebody that really has that condition to play that part. Wow. Because it was just... That's a compliment. <clears throat> I was watching it and I thought, wow, what an actor. Mm. What an amazing actor. Um, and then, of course, he's done some... I mean, I'm, I'm as Neil is also, I'm not a massive Titanic fan, I must admit. Mm. But I think some of the decisions he's made as an actor over the last... 15 years or so wolf of wall street is an absolute mm. masterpiece as far as i'm concerned and that it recent is, netflix one don't look up don't look, don't up. look up so good, was it? brilliant it was it? really really good mm -hmm. and he's and he's just making interesting movies he, again he could yeah. quite easily get paychecks mm. where he's you know doing easy movies inception was another great one um, do you remember years phenomenal ago, I mean, 
because yeah, like I said, he's my number five. Do you remember years ago we did the film with De Niro, This Boy's Life? Yes. It's another great performance, yeah. isn't it? And I don't think I he's don't ever think really given a, I don't think he's given a bad performance. You know, he no. might be in movies that I'm not fantastic. Catch Me If You Can is another great one. Mm. Uh, you know, where the, he's Revenant. the Revenant. The Revenant. Oh, Revolutionary wow. Road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, Revolutionary Road's great. It is a great movie, isn't it? it? It's crazy what he's what he's done. But um um yeah, I think he's well worth being in mm. in the top ten for just just Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York was the other one I was right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another one we forget about how good a movie that is, and that's got some acting chops in it, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And he always puts himself up against good actors, so he mm. has to raise his game. You know, whether it's Robert De Niro, or whoever is you know opposite him in a scene, and he knows he knows how to hold his own when it comes to. Uh, well, he's got the new one, the Scorsese one, where De Niro and him are finally together in a Scorsese movie, isn't yeah. it? It's been released the end of this wow. year. Four and a half hours long, though. Warning. <laughs> just... I don't understand. Can you do a top ten of bloated movies? Because I just don't understand why anybody needs a four-hour movie, a three-hour movie, two-and-a-half-hour movie max. Like, come on. Get a diary. Right? <laughs> yeah. Every now and then you know? it works. Every now and then it works. Because I love The Irishman. Yeah. I thought The Irishman was great. Once Upon a Time in America, I think is one of the greatest films ever. And that's mm-hmm. four hours. Right. That is a phenomenal movie. Mm. So, yeah. But I just think in general, all of these like no, epic yeah. vanity opuses, just too much. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a good 90-minute movie. No. Is there? You know, Some of the greatest movies ever are only 90 minutes, aren't they? Yeah, like Naked Gun. And American uh, Wealth in London. <laughs> American Wealth in London. American yeah. Wealth in London. <laughs> dead on 90 minutes and it's a perfect movie. There you go. Okay. You go. Um, go on then, Donna. Your number six, please. Oh, my number six. Let me get my... I need my specs. I don't have them. Um... Brendan Gleeson. Oh, oh, yeah. Very good. I'm sorry, but okay. We can talk about In Bruges for probably four hours. I would be happy to do a four-hour film on why I love In Bruges. He's phenomenal. Um, Paddington 2, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like a massive... I fell in love with him. He just is the best, crankiest soft gooey center criminal mm. like cafeteria mm. worker you ever want to meet and i just i i thought that performance was so rich With for a great somebody beard. he's got a great yeah, beard in that as well great beard and all of his like knuckles tattoos yeah. and he's he's just he can be so funny and so charming and so menacing and he just everything and of course in banshees of Sharon was you just you just cringed every time he, he came onto the screen because you just knew he was going to do something else that was horrible to Patrick. Yeah. And yeah. I just, he just, he doesn't have a limit. There's no line for him. I mean, he just commits so whole, wholeheartedly that he is the character and you 100% believe whatever it is he's selling. You. And, mm. and, and I think just including his spawn, his children, Donald and, the other one who was, <laughs> who was just in the bad sisters film, his children are so talented as well. I mm. mean, they're all, they just all have that quality of um, like truth, honesty, rawness to them that I mm. think is amazing. 
And he also does um, ham really well, if you know what I mean. He loves to smash and ham it up. If we think about the Harry Potter, Mad-Eye... Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, he was yeah. really hammy and great fun. I'd love to see him do a Aww. bit more of that. Yeah. I love did that. you ever see a film of his? Was it Cavalry, where he played the priest who wanted to give up the priesthood? No, I've not seen that. But I would highly recommend That's that because that is solely, okay. solely his performance. I, I love mean, that. I will, my, I will absolutely put that on my list. It might be the wrong name. I'll have to I will have to look. I have to okay. think off the top of my head. But yeah, he plays a priest who wants to give it up. It's okay. phenomenal. I'm down for anything he's doing. 2014 cavalry. Yeah, just had a look. There you go. Um, Okay, so Neil, your number six, please. It is a good old Brit, Gary Oldman. Yay. Gary Oldman, (laughs) to me, is one of our greatest actors. Um, He puts in 100% of all performances he does. Um, Going right back to Sid and Nancy, how great he was in that. My Beautiful Laundrette, do you remember that? No, that wasn't him, was it? Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis was in that. Yeah, Um, but what was the other one he did? Uh, Prick Up My Ears, that's what I was thinking of, with um, Alfred Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, yeah. Yeah, Um, but I love him as Dracula. I think the man did the best Dracula we've ever seen. The best Dracula. Yeah. Hands down, yeah. Um, And then when he did... um, the finest hour playing Churchill. We talk about people looking unrecognizable. Yeah. He was unrecognizable and sounded unrecognizable. Yeah. The man is a true method actor, isn't he? He did a lot uh, of damage to himself smoking those cigars in that uh, film. Did he? He did because he was wow. filming, he was, he was smoking the exact cigars that Churchill smoked and he was smoking like 20 a day. And he mm. got himself really <laughs> ill. But he so he's a method actor. I'm sorry, he's a method actor. He is. Yeah, very much. Very wow. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leon, of course, in Leon, or the professional. Oh, great bad guy, wasn't he? Yeah, totally sort of off his rocker, really is. And then, well, he did it again in The Fifth Element, didn't he? And, and hammed it, it right up. Yes. Which was yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when he played Beethoven in Bernard Rose? Yes. Oh, what was, was it? Was it? Oh, it wasn't um, Beethoven, was it? Immortal Beloved. That's it. It was. Yeah. yeah. Great knowledge, Donna. Great knowledge. That is fantastic. I'm actually loving Gary Oldman in Slow Horses. Have you guys picked up Slow Horses? I've not started it yet. I will be watching it. I've heard good things. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's genius. But in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, I mean, there's another one where he... And another Harry Potter. (laughs) Another Harry Potter cast member. Oh, yeah. Really? I think pretty much everybody we've mentioned, they've all been in Harry Potter in some way. Kenneth Branagh was another one. Yeah, there's, they're, they're yes. everywhere. Bill Nye, Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Was Bill Nye yep. in Harry Potter? He was, yeah. I yes. can't remember the name of the character, but he was. He was in uh, Deathly Hallows, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, my number six, you just mentioned him, Neil, actually. It's Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, oh, that's my number two. <laughs> is that your number two? Okay, right. Um, again, just for There Must Be Blood, I think would be one of the, you know, one of the reasons that he would be in anyone's top 10. Um, he's somebody that genuinely just, he doesn't play the part. He lives the part when he mm-hmm. was Link- Lincoln. I think the rumor was that he never spoke to anybody unless he was sp- speaking in the Lincoln voice. <laughs> he just lives it and, and that's it. And then when he's finished doing the movie, he goes off and makes shoes in Italy or somewhere like that. Yeah. And then comes back and makes another movie. Well, he's retired now, but he's, he? he's so say retired. Yeah. So, um, but I think he's one of those guys that you can't see him acting. No. It's just natural with him. 
Um, right. I was watch- when I was doing. I was cut- I took the little clip of I drink your milkshake, and I ended up going down a rabbit hole <laughs> of clips from there. There, you know, there will be bl- there will be blood. Just watching stuff that he does, that is like some of it is not even scripted. You know, he will just like go off and start doing things. It's just mesmerizing to watch. There's just something about that guy when he's acting and he's in mm. full flow. Gangs um, of New York again. Gangs of New York. That was another one. That one and that there, will, there will be brilliant. blood. Are just two, two. Oh, films. I always got to put my left foot in there. I just, yeah. Oh, that film. Uh, how I never knew when I first saw that. I mean, I was I was young. I genuinely, like you said about Leonardo, um, genuinely thought the guy was had disabilities. I thought he was a real disabled actor. Mm. It was only afterwards, and then when I saw him in My Beautiful Laundrette, which is a beautiful movie. Yeah, the guy's a genius. And then he did um, a couple of Scorsese, didn't he? What The Age of Innocence. Remember him in that? Yeah. Yes, very yes. much. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it's a shame that someone like that, I mean, maybe it's just he feels he's done everything he needs to do as an actor and that's well, it. Put, and... If you think how much he puts into a role, yeah. I mean, literally, that becomes his life for six months. Yeah. That's and then he awesome. went full action star with Last of the Mohicans. He was fantastic in that. Hmm? It was so good. He could have. He could have easily stay alive, no matter what occurs. Exactly. <laughs> As if you have a choice, right? <laughs> no, yeah, such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Right. Well- if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Halfway through, so Ooh. it's time for this. Oh, no, that wrong button. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was going to be cocktails. Is it time for cocktails? <laughs> no, oh, absolutely. Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. We're going to have a little bit of a quiz. Are you ready, Donna? Are you ready for this? <laughs> Nobody we, told me there was going to be a quiz. We borrow this format from uh, from a very good podcast by a, uh, um, a two-time uh, Radio Hall of Famer. We borrow this uh, format from... That guy is a hack. <laughs> 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 I, I just want you to know that if it's a quiz of his, I will fail. He tries them all out on me first. Well, these are all about living I'm actors. Okay, these are okay. all about living actors. So, Donna, right. as you are royalty, would you like to go first or second? I would like to go second. Thank okay, you. so it's the first one to three. And if you get it wrong, I will pass it over to the other person <laughs> and they have a chance to get the point. So, Neil, are you ready? Yes, what I comes am. next in this list of actors? Michael Keaton, Kevin Conroy, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Christian Bale. Is correct. It is Christian Bale. That's a list of the Batman movies. Uh, first question for you, Donna. Who originally was cast as Marty McFly in Back to the Future and then replaced by Michael J. Fox? I've never seen them. <laughs> no. Was just yell- I swear I've never seen them. He was just yelling at me the other day about that. Uh, I don't I don't even know. I don't know. Tom Cruise. It's not Neil, do you know? Eric Stoltz. It was Eric Stoltz. No. They actually really? filmed they filmed about I think you can see a bit of it on YouTube. You can see a bit of it on YouTube. Indeed, you can. No. Um, Okay, Neil, for the win. This is for the win, Neil. Oh, no. How many Golden Globes has Denzel Washington won? Uh (laughs) Five. It's not right. Donna, over to you. Three. It was two. Oh it was two. Okay, back wow. to they you then, wrong. Donna. Back to you. Yay. Is that right? Yeah, back to you, Donna. Yeah. Uh, British. Who is the British actor who played Nelson Mandela in the film Mandela: A Long Walk to Freedom? Ah, uh, David Oluwayo. Oh come on! No, Neil. Oh, I'm sure I heard her say Idris Elba. I thought oh, I heard Idris. her say. I thought yeah. I heard her say Idris Elba. Are you serious? It was Idris. <laughs> it was Idris Elba. So we'll, well, because you're royalty, you do get to get one point anyway. I definitely okay? heard Idris Elba. Okay. Uh, Neil, your I next question it. for the win: In which movie did Tim Robbins win the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role? Bull Durham. It's not Bull Durham. Donna, any idea? Shawshank Redemption. No, it was Mystic River. It was Mystic River. Okay, Okay, back to you, Donna. By what name is Sir Maurice Micklewhite, CBE, better known? (laughs) 
Sir Maurice Micklewhite. You better get this answer right. Yes. Not many people know that. Not many people know that. You're only supposed to answer the bleeding question. She was only 16. (laughs) We're giving you some help there, Donna. They're terrible impersonations. I'll I'll grant you that. I don't know. I don't know. That's terrible. Think, think one of gonna... our greatest. Uh, well, he's old, quite old now. Yeah, I think he greatest. celebrated his ninetieth birthday not long ago, didn't he, or mm-hmm. something like that? Oh, Master Wayne, Master Wayne, <gasps> Michael Caine. Yes, <laughs> it was almost like he was here in the room with us there with that with that impersonation. That's um, so weird. <laughs> there you go. So. Um, what have we got? So, Neil, it's uh, your question. Brad Pitt broke his arm whilst filming which film? Seven? Because I know he injured his hand. Is correct. Oh, sorry, Donna. Oh, wow. it's, the it's the win. Well done, Neil. That's something you're on a two-winning two run streak there. But I will, I will hand it over to Donna because she is Wait, royalty. Wait, did I win the million dollars? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't yeah. got an envelope here to do the, uh, to do oh, the uh, no. sound effects. But Checks never mind. in the post. The check is in the post, indeed. Thank anyway, you so much. Back, back to our normal uh, uh, broadcast. And Donna, what's your number five, please? <gasps> My number five... Um, <laughs> is, is, I'm I'm gonna blush saying it. Wait, I need a moment. Okay, <laughs> all right then. Tom Hardy. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. Okay, can we just count down the many ways we love this man? Legend as Ronnie and Reggie Cray. Yeah. Hello, that's enough. But then there's Locke, where he oh. is literally mm-hmm. in a car driving. For yeah. two and a half hours, and it's riveting. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight Rises as Bane, you know, this. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Um, let's see, Taboo, mm. phenomenal series, Taboo. Um, Venom 1 and 2 as Eddie Brock. Yeah. Please. He was he's, great as that. He's so funny. He's so fu- He's so good and so funny at playing, like, tormented and crazy and different voices i mean when i found out he was doing the voice of venom i was completely gobsmacked yeah yeah i mean and he's uh, i mean and he's a former rapper Mm. i mean let's think about it and he read bear on a chair for cbb's he did did. and i and that got me through the pandemic like tom hardy reading me a bedtime story through the pandemic bless his heart he's phenomenal so, have you seen yeah. Bronson, Donna? Bronson, mm, there's one Mm-mm. to watch. He plays one of our most nor- notorious prisoners, um, who's still in prison at the moment, trying to get parole. Funny enough, um, he, he plays his life story in prison. It's phenomenally good. It really wow. is. Good. Mm-hmm. And you'll I see a lot of Tom Hardy. Anything he does. <laughs> oh, I. I mean, I love seeing a lot of Tom Hardy. We have a little pillow. We have a little pillow in our bed. We sleep with the little Tom Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely see little Tom Hardy. So we we sleep with Tom Hardy every night. So yeah, he's charming. 
Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, another great yeah. one. Yeah, of course. For him, another yeah. fantastic one. Yeah, he, he is great. See, he's another one I think would do well if he, if he was chosen to be James Bond. I think he'd be... He'd he was oh, God, booted yeah. around for years. Wasn't he before even Daniel Craig was booted, he was put forward? Oh, was he? I didn't mm. know that. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, Lock... He would be marvellous. Lock is yeah. a, an amazing film. When you Stephen explain it Knight, to someone, it? yeah, you explain it to someone. You say it's a guy just talking to people in a phone, driving. driving. Right. People go, oh, oh yeah. God, but it is just it drags you in, and it's yeah. heartbreaking. It is absolutely yeah. heartbreaking. Mm. Olivia Coleman, I think, is the is yeah. who plays his wife. Yeah, uh, like I think she. Oh, I, I think she plays the lover. Is it the she lover? plays the lover that's the having lover? the baby. Oh. She's the one calling him. This is my last chance to have a baby. Are you going to get here? Oh, I mean, my. she's incredible. In that yes. but i mean he never there's so much that goes wrong in that film every second every phone mm. call you're like don't answer the phone don't switch over don't roll those calls because it's always bad news and he just stays like so even the whole mm. way yeah. it's you can't take your eyes off of him and when he's having conversations mm-hmm. with his father yeah. like like imagining that he's in the back back oh, it's, yeah. i know it's not Beautiful. sins of the father <laughs> great one uh neil your number five was Leo, Leonardo it DiCaprio. Uh, my number five, uh, we've done a whole podcast on him, so I had to put him in. It's uh, Kevin Costner. I'm going to have Kevin Costner in there. He's just go and listen to the Kevin Costner episode. <laughs> You'll know everything you need to know about my feelings about that great man and that great actor and what he means to me. So I'm not going to go through all What's again. your fam- favorite performance Aww. of his? There of we are. Of his? Yeah. Well, Field of Dreams. Would that be your all-time favorite? That was my number one, wasn't it? I think when we yeah, did yeah. Across the movies, it, it yeah. that's gorgeous. Yeah, it's just it, that I've said it a million times. It's a perfect movie. He is perfect in it. Great hair. That's mm. all I got to say. He's just got great <laughs> hair in that. That's uh, that's my number five. Uh, okay, Donna, your number four, please. Did, wait, oh, we skipped Neil because he had... Okay, I got it. Yeah, I've already... Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've already okay. I, everyone right. knows my love for Kevin Costner. We don't have to go on. My something. number four is Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. um, Maximus, Decimus, Meridian. Yeah. I mean, there's no better role. He's got so much gravitas. From there on, he could do anything and it could be crap and he's still that character. He's so moving in that it's such a beautiful movie i probably i have a couple of films that i keep on repeat to watch over and over and over pride and prejudice is one elf is one gladiator is one and my husband can't figure that out he's like swords and sandals that's weird but it's it's so beautifully shot it's so beautifully done everything that comes out of his mouth is with such intensity and feeling and you feel yourself suffering the way he's suffering and it's He's mm. epic. So, mm. I mean, just we can talk about L.A. Confidential. We could talk about uh, Cinderella Man, where he's the down on his luck boxer that who's starving to death and has to fight and ruin himself to get his family back on, you know, out of poverty. I mean, that was gorgeous. He's recently played, you know, the disgusting Roger Ailes, who I don't know if you guys are familiar with, was the head of Fox News here and sexually assaulted like many women in his employ um and even that like you can't you you can't take he is so i don't know he's just so great he's so great and of course he's Jarrell, he's superman's father so mm. I mean, 
I think we knew that he was. And the water diviner. Oh, I don't know if people have seen the water diviner. He's an Australian farmer during the the Turkish wars where his children, his sons get sent off to Gallipoli and he uses the water divining rod to locate his sons and mm. his son's bones out on the battlefield. So beautiful. Which is the movie so. he did with Ridley Scott where he's um, basically doing up a house in... Uh, is it a good year? Is oh, that, a good year. That's, yeah, that's a wonderful a, one. That isn't was that a great movie? The, the book that, that gentleman wrote about his year in Provence. That's right. Yeah, that was a great Albert movie. Albert Finney, Tom, um, Tom, uh, who's the, Tom, short, Tom. Oh, God, I can't. Mm. Anyway. I can't, yeah. But anyway, it was uh, a was great Was it Scarlett film. Johansson in that or not? No, it Abby was Cornish. Um, Abby, Abby Cornish, Cornish right. and um, Marianne Cotillard. That's right. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. Freddie Highmore, uh, right. Rafe Spall. Yeah, right. Yeah, great movie. Uh, but uh, have you seen his his first where he got sort of noticed? Romper Stomper. Have you seen that? Romper Stomper. Um, no, but I love the title. <laughs> it's an awesome. Yeah, you might not love the movie. It's quite a hard oh, no. watch. Um, oh no! It's basically about the skinheads in Australia, and he he's the leader yeah. of the skinheads. But it, again, it's a perform. It's it's supposed to be uncomfortable because it's taking you into that yeah. world. Um, yeah. But his performance in that is just no wonder he got spotted. It's yeah, it broke through a very low budget film. And wasn't he in Neighbours? Yeah. I um, think he was in our good old Australian Neighbours oh as well. I think. Oh, I think he was. That's kind yeah. of a soap opera, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Where he, yes, he that's was. where he four, met his wife. I think. Yeah, four episodes of Neighbours. Yeah, Kenny Larkin. He played. That's adorable. <laughs> there you go. Um, the Quick and the Dead was another one that he was. Oh yeah. Um, uh, that he was in, which is the a, insider with the insider. The insider was, was great. Oh, was right. He's done some. He's right, done, right. Master and Commander was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Three Ten to Yuma, American Gangster, which I watched not long ago, is another great one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's done some. He's done some great movies. Yeah. He really has. Yeah. And he's one. He's one of the the nice guys. It was a very underrated movie. Him and awesome. Ryan Gosling. Mm. It's a great film set in the seventies, um, America. That was just. And I think he was unfairly <laughs> criticised for his singing in Les Mis. There you go. I don't oh. think he's as bad as everybody says. Uh, he was Javert. Javert. Yeah. yeah, he was. I, I mean. If Johnny Depp can have a rock band, you know, <laughs> yes. Russell Crowe can sing French opera. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah. I watched it again not so long ago, and I thought, yeah. I don't see why all the hate. I mean, he's not Hugh Jackman, but then who is? But but the thing, I think the thing they they sang it all live on set, didn't mm. they? There was no like yeah. overdubbing of the the in a in a fancy studio. It was all done while they were yeah. acting. So that's hard. That's that's mm. tough. Um, Unhinged is another good one if any of you guys have ever seen that I haven't that seen one. that yet is that, that good? from a couple of years ago yeah he just plays a guy that gets sort of well, he's unhinged but gets cut up in traffic in LA I think traffic. it is mm-hmm. and just goes off on one he just which goes. I can completely understand <laughs> I imagine you can oh my god I was just in Los Angeles last week it is I called Bean and I said I just want to pull over on the side of the road and cry Really? <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna stay here till it's dark i'm just gonna pull over and oh, weep Lord. yeah no, i get no. how people go crazy there <laughs> okay then neil you're number four so it is our wonderful al pacino um <laughs> moreover than his earlier stuff and he's not the big hack although i do think he is really good in hunters if anybody's seen the prime <gasps> video. yes 
I think he's brilliant in that. And brilliant. that's a great show. Not yeah. enough people have watched that show. Um, but I love his early stuff. I love Dog Day Afternoon. It's one, probably one of my favourite of his movies. Obviously, The Godfathers, especially The Godfather mm-hmm. 2, where he's just cold and, yeah, heartless. I think in the 70s and into the 80s, and then he had a bit of resurgence when Scent of a Woman came out because he did the weird revolution film, didn't he? Was it Revolution or whatever it was called? That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did Scent of a not Scent of a Woman. Um, what's the one where he came back as the policeman uh, with Ellen Birkin in? Sea of Love. Oh, sea of oh, Love. Sea of Love. Yeah, which I still think is such a great film. Great film. And then he had a bit of a resurgence, didn't he? And then he sort of went a bit hammy and. Um, we knew what to expect. Although he doesn't do it so much in The Irishman. We talked about The Irishman earlier. No, no. I think he's very good in The Irishman. That kind of stopped me putting him in my top 10, is the fact that he can get a little bit... Yeah, his, his latest He had a great ass, that yeah. kind of stuff. Just, just that, a bit... But that's from a great film, though, isn't it? I know it? it is, but it's like there's no need There's no need to read that line like no. that. It's just so over the top. Well, the ooh that were the in ooh-ahs, Scent of a Woman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the, and to think that's when he got his, was it his first Oscar, was it? A Scent yeah. of a Woman? Yeah, I think so. I think Crazy. So. Yeah. And when you think that he did those earlier movies, oh dear. Cruising, <laughs> William Freakin film. Very, very odd. Quite I haven't seen Cruising, but um, Scarface, yeah. of course. Scar- of course. Like, yeah, yeah. How did he not win an Oscar for that? So mm, That's mm. true. Good one though, Neil. Good one. Yeah. Uh, my number four is someone that hasn't made a movie since 2004, and I'm glad that we're doing this now as living actors, because I think he's 90 or something as well, but Gene Hackman. Oh, yeah. um, uh, oh. He's somebody that, again, I could watch just all the time. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, I think he is the, the, the quintessential Lex Luthor. I think he Lex is Luther. the greatest <laughs> Lex Luthor there's ever been. And I, the trouble is, Absolutely. I think, because all the Lex Luthers that's come after have seen him and have tried to do something completely different. But I think right. the way that he was it played it with a little bit of a glint in his eye, a little mm. bit of mischief. Not, I mean, obviously he's evil, but cartoony is maybe playing it down too much, but comic booky. He's, yeah. he's a very comic mm. book Lex Luthor. Um, uh, but I, I, just as an actor, um, Mississippi Burning, I think, is my uh, my one of my favourite ones of his. It's just so intense, and mm. he he just he's one of those guys that if he's playing somebody that is on your side, you're glad to see him up on the screen because you yeah. know that he's on your side. You don't want him to be against you; you want him to be in your corner. So you just feel that little bit safer when you know that Gene Hackman's there because. He always looks like he's a guy that can look after himself. It doesn't matter what kind of movie it, it is, but he's always, if he's in your corner, you know you're safe. You know mm. you're going to be all right. So I, I don't know what you guys think about... Uh, Unless about... he's in the guy that he plays in Unforgiven. Exactly. Well, Unforgiven, <laughs> Quick and the Dead as well. He's yeah, in... he was... But unforgiven, I, just ha- he was... I have to ask, do you have a little blankie with him, his face on it, to keep you, like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be, at that'd night? be a great idea. <laughs> that'd be a great idea uh, with his face. You, you seem as... a little smitten. You seem kind of like, he's your soft, he's yeah. your soft spot. He's your safe person. I might get one made, but with his Lex Luthor head. I might have it with a Lex Luthor head. So I can have that. Well, why don't you Love get a, a full-size one of him from the Royal Tenenbaums in his tracksuit? Oh, yes. Great um, idea. No, he was wearing... Was he in a tracksuit? We had the that head, was ben, didn't he? No, that was Ben Stiller. 
is in the tracksuit. All his little fat children are in the tra- matching tracksuit. <laughs> oh, that's and right. He wears like those. He wears those really natty, like two yes. or uh, double-breasted suits. That's suits. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so good. That is yeah. a great movie, isn't for it? real. Yeah. That's an amazing, amazing role. But he is. Great. I mean, I, I forgot that he was in White Earp as well. The yeah, uh, Kevin <clears throat> movie. But he had behind yeah. enemy lines. Another good one. Another one. Crimson Tide. Get shorty, get shorty. What a great he movie! Does, he does a Hollywood sort of supporting role really well, if you yes. know what I mean. Make, it brings yeah. that movie up a bit, doesn't it? Did yeah. it? No way out as well with Kevin Costner, mm. the uh, the spy movie. Oh right, great movie. He's great in that. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, French so Connection. Way... You never mentioned the oh, French God, Connection yeah. and French Connection too. Yeah. yeah. Popeye Doyle. Yeah. Uh, Donna, <laughs> your number three, please. I don't know if my number three is going to play in the UK because it's he's such an American icon. Um, but Kyle Chandler, um, Kyle Chandler is really well known here for uh, playing Eric Taylor, Coach Eric Taylor in Friday Night Lights, and he is the moral compass of every good man. He's just, he's the husband that is, you're never going to lose. He's always going to be in your corner. He's the dad that's always got your back. He's the coach that's always there to pick you up off the ground and, and help you rebuild. And there's, there's never, ever, 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 ever a scene or a time where he doesn't do the right thing. He's so inspiring. I have friends. (laughs) I have literally tons of friends who coach their kids football and coach their kids and all these things. And they're like, I just want to be Coach Taylor. He is full eyes, clear heart. No, he's clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. He's just, he's everything. So, and I think he's also been in Zero Dark Thirty, if you want to talk about film. He's mm-hmm. been in Godzilla. Um, he's, he played that really, like, hilarious in the Godzilla movie with Jack Black and Adrian Brody. He was the actor. And he was like, he would, you know, look at himself in the mirror and be like, you know, he really, he was just too pretty for words. Yeah. He's, just a, he's a lovely, lovely actor. He finally won his, um, I think he finally won a Golden Globe uh, for uh, playing Coach Taylor. So right. he's, he was he's the my number three Super pick. 8 as well. The, the, yeah. If anybody yes. Played, sort of. Super oh, 8. Yeah. Right. Yes. He was also, I don't know if you guys have Grey's Anatomy, but he played the SWAT commander in Grey's Anatomy when somebody had an actual bomb inside their body. He was the guy like holding onto that bomb, walking it out of the hospital and got blown up. And you oh, were just like, uh. so, yeah, I think he yeah, won an he, Emmy for that as well. He's epic. Yeah, he was the he was the FBI agent in The Wolf of Wall Street as well. That's where I remember seeing mm-hmm. him as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, he's, 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 great. One, of those, he's, he's one of those guys that, that creeps up in a lot of things. Mm. And like he's, mm-hmm. I think, maybe over here because I, I don't think. I've never seen Friday Night Lights, and I don't think any. They used to put it on uh, on Channel th- ITV. Like, oh, did they? Oh. really late at you night have to on watch Friday. It. Right, right, right. I've only you ever seen the movie. It. It's not a football. It's not a football series. It's a series about relationships, and it's right. so moving. And really, even when he's wrong, he's right. And when he's wrong, he, you know, he course corrects so beautifully, and he's just. Every husband wants to be him. I All asked right. Bean when he had him on as a guest one time if he could get him to sign my um, cervix with his penis pen. And he declined. <laughs> Strangely. <laughs> but, but I still feel like there's hope for us somewhere in there. So 
I've never heard that before. I love it. I love it. You need to trademark that, Donna. That needs to be a t shirt. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I love it. Kyle's my number three. Okay. That is so good. Okay. I think I'll find the clip for the promo for this episode now with that little bit there. (laughs) Go on, then, Neil. You're number three. So it's Harvey Keitel. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Harvey Keitel from when I first got introduced to him in my teens, watching him in Mean Streets, being the bad pimping taxi driver, but then getting into the early 90s where he did brave roles like the piano, bad lieutenant, um, and things like that. Or Reservoir Dogs, obviously, we shouldn't forget at all, because if it wasn't for Harvey Keitel, Quentin Tarantino wouldn't have the career he's got now. Let's be, let's yeah, not forget that. Mm. But I find that I find him me- mesmerizing to watch when he acts, especially when he does these brave roles that you don't normally see. Um, you know, even when he does bad films, he's still he's another one that's still very good. What was the one he did with another Abel Ferreira movie? He did with Madonna, didn't he? And he had the weird long hair. He's very odd in that but he was still very good um but he's i love his ethos where he 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 will do one for the studio and one for himself so he you know he gives himself up and does things like national treasure and it is like that and then he'll go and do something brave and i am going to mention it again in the bad lieutenant i think it's one of the bravest performances i've ever seen any actor do Uh, he really does open and bear all in every sense of the way so yeah, I love yeah. a bit of Harvey. I didn't even think about <laughs> Harvey Keitel, I must admit. Um, mm. From Just Till Dawn, he was great. Yeah, of well. course. You yeah. know, he plays he plays different types in every movie, doesn't he? I mean, it was Thelma and Louise, remember? Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, he was Brad the Pitt caring was cop. Well. Yeah, the caring policeman. You know, he's the one with the heart who was listening for what the, those ladies wanted. Yeah. We I mean, mustn't forget that. And he did it so well. Good yeah. one. Good one, Neil. Good one. Uh, my number three was Jack Nicholson, so we've already spoken about him. So, Donna, back to you for your number two. I'm torn about my number two because I'm almost thinking I should make it my number one. Decisions, decisions. Watch me do a quick swap here. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. So, my number two, which could be my number one, is Matthew McFadden. Oh, okay. Mr. Matthew McFadden, Mr. Darcy. When I saw Matthew McFadden portray Mr. Darcy, uh, you know, after they'd had that big scene where she's like, you know, from the first moment I met you, your arrogance and conceit and your constant disdain for the feelings of others made me realize you're the last man in the world I could ever be prevailed upon to marry. And he was like so... He went from being this prideful, arrogant, rich boy to this crushed man in love. And then at the end, it breaks down to him telling her he loves her. But he's like, I love, I, I, love, I love you. And I mean, I my heart sobbed. I think every woman in anywhere that had seen that performance thought there's no better actor than that at that moment (laughs) you're you're just so won over and he's you know he's not always played pretty boy parts i mean he's done spooks and he's done ripper street and he's done death at a funeral and Mm. and now he's playing in america he's playing tom wamsgam in succession Succession, yeah which is a very unlikable character 
very unlikable. Is there you know, any can, is there any likable characters in Succession? I don't think there is, is there? You know, I as we're watching, I mean, we're riveted by this last season, absolutely, the, the final season. Um, I know that people think there are no likable characters. Tom and Greg together are the greatest couple you will ever meet. Tom and cousin Greg and their weird psychosexual platonic buddy buddy like banter back and forth relationship is it, it's just i don't know it's you can't i can't tear my eyes away from them they're mm. hilarious and despicable and you want to hate them but you can't because kind of like you were talking about gene hackman as lex luthor you're like he's so likable he's a villain and he's so likable and he's He's just wonderful. I mean, he can do anything. I saw him reading a, like a Shakespeare uh, sonnet in a cafe drinking coffee. And his voice, the the undulations of his voice, it's so beautiful. And he's got that same kind of gravitas, I think, that Russell Crowe has. So I put him as my number two, though he could have been my number one. Wow. In my heart, he's my number one. Okay. And who's he married to? Is, is somebody famous? Keely Hawes. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I know. She's go. the luckiest woman and he's the luckiest man. <laughs> <laughs> They're so adorable together. That's, you know, that's acting royalty right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if uh, either of you guys have seen Quiz. Did you see Quiz where he yes. plays Charles Ingram? Mm-hmm. With, um, oh, I was thinking of the Robert Redford movie. No, no, <laughs> no. Quiz no. show. Quiz show. No. Yeah. Um, Oh, God. Same kind it of was... thing, though. The cheating scandal for cheating... who wants to be a millionaire. That's, That's right. It. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With um, it was it who played Chris Tarrant? I forgot his uh, name. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Yes, he was fantastic <laughs> as Chris Tarrant. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Neil, you said number uh, Daniel Day Lewis for number two. My number two was Tom Hanks. So we, before we reveal our number ones, Donna, do you want to give us a rundown from ten to two? Uh, okay. Neil will do the same. I'll do the same, and then we'll reveal our number ones. Okay. My number 10 was two people. It was Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry for their performance in Bullet Train. Uh, Number nine, Kenneth Branagh. Number eight, Christian Bale. Number seven, Bill Nye. Six, Brendan Gleeson. Five, Tom Hardy. Four, Russell Crowe. Three, Kyle Chandler. Two, Matthew McFadden. Lovely. Neil, your 10 to 2, please. Okie dokie. At number 10, I had Morgan Freeman. At number 9, Tom Hanks. At number 8, Jack Nicholson. Number 7, Denzel Washington. Number 6, Gary Oldman. Number 5, Leonardo DiCaprio. Number 4, Al Pacino. Number 3, Harvey Keitel. And number 2, Daniel Day-Lewis. Lovely. And mine is number 10, Ray Fiennes. Nine, Adam Driver. Eight, Brad Pitt. Seven, Leonardo DiCaprio. Six, Daniel Day-Lewis. Five, Kevin Costner. Four, Gene Hackman. Three, Jack Nicholson. And two, Tom Hanks. So, Your Majesty, what is your number one living actor? I have to say my husband was very, very surprised by this number one, but I don't think that he found any way to disagree with it. My number one is Bill Murray. Oh, Bill (laughs) Murray. We just need to talk about Stripes and Ghostbusters and Scrooge and Groundhog Day and Rushmore and Isle of Dogs and every Wes Anderson movie and in Hamlet as Polonius and the Royal Tannenbaums and Life Aquatic of Steve Zizou and Broken Flowers, Darjeeling Limited. And what about Bob? I mean... Mm. The man lost in translation. The man, he's 
brilliant. He's yeah. genius. He's he's funny. He's dramatic. He's intense. He's psychotic. He's a blithering idiot. He's a genius. It's like, and he has a flip phone and no agent and you just call him and he won't get back to you. He just shows up the day you're filming. Mm. I mean, I think that's, there's something really remarkable about a person who can, can act and sing and, oh, and he does his cabaret act. Um, he does his cabaret act, his like Christmas piano cocktail act. Mm. He's he's a genius. And mm-hmm. so I I felt like there was no way I couldn't make him my number one. You know, he's not the pretty boy. He's not everybody's type of leading man. But I mean, I think he has the greatest number of things that he can play that he just can't get wrong. Mm-hmm. So it must be great to have a life like that, mustn't it? Where you just yeah. I'm gonna turn up if I want to, if I don't, I well I'm gonna play a tree. Yes. <laughs> I mean, did you see him on so, Graham Norton with them? Um, I think Matt Damon was on there and he got them all pissed, didn't he? Um, no, I didn't see that. Didn't he, see oh, it. have a look. He made them all that. keep pouring them wines and he made every guest have them and then they all had to down them in one. <laughs> and they were all getting more and more sloshed. And Matt Damon, you can tell, is pissed. Oh, poor thing. Right. Because they were poor doing that thing. movie. What was it? The movie The Army one with George Clooney as well. Oh, um, the Monument Men. Uh, the Monument, Monument Men. Men. Yeah, that's right. a good movie. Yeah, well. and he, and one of the greatest cameos in movie history as well in um, uh, Zombieland. Oh, Zombieland. Yeah, where Zombieland. he plays himself. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, Gone to Neil. Thank you're number you. one. I don't think it'd be any surprise to you, Pav, and maybe some people who listen to me, but it's Robert De Niro. All right. um, I love that guy. I absolutely love his performances. I even forgive Rocky and Bullwinkle because <laughs> I, I think Aww. the guy is fantastic. And I've been in love with his movies forever. I mean, Taxi Driver, Mean Streets, all the early Scorsese stuff, Raging Bull, and then we go into the mm. 80s and he carried it on. But there's other films that people don't seem to mention that he's fantastic in. I don't know whether you've ever seen it, Donna. 1900 with Gerard Depardieu and uh, Donald Sutherland's in it. That's a It's a Bertolucci film and it's beautiful. And uh, I would highly recommend people watch that. People don't seem to see it. The Deer Hunter, you either love it or don't. I love it. I think De Niro in that is superb. Um, I just, I find him mesmerising. We've used this time and time again. But I love the way he absolutely engulfs all the character. He takes on everything about them and becomes a method man. He is the ultimate method actor, isn't he? Let's be honest. And I'm so excited for this new Scorsese movie with DiCaprio. I really am. I'm just looking at the pictures they've released now of it. I just think, oh, this looks good. And the fact that it's got one of the biggest budgets ever that Netflix have ever supplied makes the Irishman look poor. So Wow. That's yeah, a I lot. Think it's, yeah, and he's I'm, just I'm become a father at, again at the age of seventy-nine. He has. Can you sh- even believe that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a shame he's too old to pick the baby up. But you know, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's been he's signing someone's cervix with his penis. Yeah. Pen, I know. Hasn't he? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Just as a woman, I don't necessarily think that's fair that we go through menopause and then all we've got is like cobwebs and broken dreams and. <laughs> old doll shoes down there and they're still like squirting out kids at 79 that's not fair it's crazy isn't it 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 doesn't make any sense whatsoever he's the man but there you go you know he obviously you know he's got the money to be able to have nannies and whatever so he's not going to be getting up at four in the morning to feed the baby or anything is he but right but i've always said 
everybody loves at least one Robert De Niro movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Great one. I am surprised that that is the only appearance of Robert De Niro in all three mm. of our top tens, just you at number one. But there you go. That's just I'm a huge is. fan. Huge That's the fan. of it. Because he's not my number one. My number one is Denzel Washington. I'm having Denzel Washington as my number one. I'm and I'll tell you what, if it's only for fences, I don't know if you, either of you guys have oh, seen yeah. fences. Yeah. If there is, there's two movies in my mind that I think are masterclass and uh, of anybody that wants to be an actor, they watch those movies. One is Fences, and the other one is Glengarry Glen Ross. Mm. If you want to be an actor and study the art of acting, they're the two movies you need to watch. And I'll put it, I will put it on the video playlist for our Patreon supporters. There, there's footage of him on stage doing like the famous, you know, why don't you like me scene from Fences, no. where it's the live show. And it's weird how with a live audience, it plays almost like a comedy. That interaction between him and his son, when he's, you know, why, whoever told you that I've got to like you kind of thing. It's In the movie, it's heartbreaking. Mm. But it's weird how a live audience looks at that and, and when they're watching that, they are laughing at certain, like, like it's a setup and a punchline. It's really, really strange, but mm. I'll, I'll put it in the, the video playlist for. Our but he Patreon did that schools. on the broad. He did that on Broadway for ages, didn't he? He did. Fences. He did. Yeah, but it is. It, I mean, not, not much happens in the movie, but it is just acting. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just <laughs> acting, total. darling. It is, but right. it's not. But it's not overacting, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, What's Viola Davis? Is it? That's it. Yes, with her snot. Just, oh my there, god! Yeah, having that argument in the backyard, I was yeah. gutted. Yeah, I was gutted. Yeah, They're I watched the together. um the woman the woman king. Is it called? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's, it's really to be amazing, good. isn't it? Really, and she is amazing in it. So when we do our top ten living actresses or spoiler actors, she'll be in there. She must have been my number one, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um. But yeah, so Denzel is my number one. So we'll just Brilliant. quickly shoot through these honourable mentions. Stu Grant said Bruce Campbell, Crispin Glover, <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Crispin Brad Glover. Pitt, Bill Murray, um, Anna Cochran, hello Anna, said Clint Eastwood, Michael Keaton, okay. Benicio Del Toro, oh, yeah, and Sam Elliott, he's my all-time fave. Great actor. Uh, Kim Peniston said I've always been a massive fan of Brad Pitt for obvious reasons, but the actor at the moment for me these days is Timothy Chalamet. He is such an intriguing Truly. young man who has mm. played many different roles yeah. and has the ability to make each one his own, and he's soon to be Wonka, isn't he? He is. Filming that. I think uh, that he will definitely end up on one of these lists in his future. He's got, yeah, he's he's got, got a lot ahead of him. What's yeah, the one he did with sure. Steve Carell? Beautiful boy, was it beautiful? Did you oh, see that about the drug addiction? All right, no. Oh, no. Both of the, that's a beautiful mm-hmm. movie to watch. Well, mm-hmm. it's a hard watch again, but I love it when Steve Carell does the straight and. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mary actor. Mary Kay says Tom Hanks is my number one. Also love Gary Oldman and Alan Rickman. Well, Alan Rickman, yeah, no longer with us, bless. Uh, Armando Rutledge, uh, tough category. Uh, Do you do ties, Uh, he says. Armando, so uh, Tom Hanks, Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Uh, Larry Salas says Tom Hardy, uh, Killian Murphy, Idris Elba, Tim Roth, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Gary Oldman, Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington. And uh, Corinne Pastor says Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, despite his occasional rants, Jack Nicholson, (laughs) Colin Firth, Richard E. Grant, Tom Hanks, and finally Brad Pitt. 
Kit Torbin says wow. Russell Crowe, Daniel Day-Lewis, Jeffrey Rush and Joaquin Phoenix, a true craftsman. Other notables would be Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks. Not the greatest, greatest actors, but I always seem to love movies with Harrison Ford and Kevin Costner. And Jen Berg says, geez, this is way more difficult, but I do enjoy me some Steve Coogan. Okay. So there you go. Steve uh, makes me so uncomfortable. Who's Steve, Steve Coogan. Coogan. I'm one of those people that when I watch British comedy, English comedy, it just, it's so cringy. You get so cringy over some of the things that they do that are just so inappropriate or so like those moments. And I get that with The Office and I get that with Steve Coogan. There's just something about him. But I think that's his brand is his awkward, uncomfortable, you know, pauses. He's just... Did you see He's him? Really... Um, did you see him as Stan Laurel in Laurel and Hardy? Yes. Oh, yeah, so I loved good. that film. I thought it was beautiful. I so really did. Good. And John C. Riley can yes. do no wrong. Obviously, He's immensely talented and a really underrated actor as a, you know, like as a supporting role always. Yeah, so absolutely. great. But yeah. Um, we will just say, uh, Kareem Pasta, hello. You're one of our latest uh, Patreon oh, subscribers. Hello, Kareem. So you are now Yay! a top head. You are now a top head. Uh, so we will be having uh, Kareem uh, join us, just like Donna is joining us here. Aww, um so, so we've done it. We've done it, Donna. Yes. Yay! <laughs> we've got living actors done. Well, and, I hope uh, it wasn't too intolerable. I oh, thank you for asking me. I'm really an absolute pleasure. Donna, <laughs> we could do it all night. Let's our it pleasure. Night. Aww, we could do it so all sweet. night. Even let's if it's do just, it all night. Let's do it all night. <laughs> I have even my penis if, pencil. Yeah, I was going to say, even if I, it's my just... cervix is ready. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it from here, Donna. I'm sure yeah. we could just just fling over the Atlantic and we'll, we'll have a oh, we'll have a guys. bloody good go. We'll have a bloody good go. <laughs> I um, hope so. Uh, thank you for having no, me. Such Donna, a joy. Honestly, thank you so much. And hopefully, yeah, you'll come and join pleasure. us again. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah. I would yeah. love to. I'll sneak in. I'll, I'll come get you when I next I'm there. Absolutely. You make sure Sold. you do that. <laughs> I'll but show it back here in your little background. Yes. Before <laughs> we actually say our goodbyes, Neil, do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that gubbins? Of course I can. So you can find us on all the social medias. Give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow at Top10Pods. Email us at Top10Pods at Hotmail.com. With any questions you may have or anything you'd like to ask us, please do drop us a line. Come and help support the podcast at Patreon.com forward slash Top10Pods all sorts of rewards like you heard you could even be a guest yourself check out all the links via the link tree the the the, the link will be in the show notes i'm sure and please come and subscribe and leave us a rating review and anything else you do where you get your podcast from wonderful i'm, just, I'm distracted well by a cervix I know. I know. that's it everybody um thank you very much for joining us thank you neil thank you Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Donna. It's Thank been an you. absolute joy My to pleasure. Your Majesty. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. You were an absolute delight. I'm we so doff flattered. our caps to you. <laughs> yes. and we, we bow out of the room backwards. And uh, for everybody else, thank you for watching, listening, <laughs> and let's go find my penis pen. Ten. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.